Wow. Hey, so on a more spiritual note, um, I don't know if any of you guys, maybe some of you, not everyone's in the intercessory signal group that we have, but I threw it out there this morning in that group. There was at Eagle Mountain Church in Bend, Oregon, there was uh, a guy named Sean Bowles. Does anyone in this room know, not know who Sean Bowles is? You don't know Sean Bowles? So there's a handful. I would encourage you guys to, um, well, especially if you're in on Signal or if you um, don't know about Sean Bowles, he had a really powerful message at Eagle Mountain this morning. And I was getting all kinds of just things kind of hitting my, my brain and my spirit while I was listening. He didn't do a, a ton of prophetic ministry at the end, even though that, that is his gift. He is a prophet to the church. Um, he did minister a prophetic word over Eagle Mountain's leadership. But it was just a, a really, really important message. You know, he addressed the climate that we live in right now. Not the climate change thing, but, you know, because that's fake. But anyway, um, but, you know, the, the climate of our nation and in our, our earth with all of the stuff going on in the world and how all of the negativity can affect us and, and pull us down into hopelessness, disappointment, discouragement, even um, causing people to lack any desire to even walk with God, if it could even get that far, in, in which I imagine it can, with people, people getting so disillusioned with what's going on in the earth. And he just encouraged through his teaching the reality that we have, you know, he read the scripture that uh, was kind of cool because I read it Wednesday night, the scripture uh, from Second Corinthians let me think for a second. I think it's First Corinthians chapter 2 about how we have the mind of Christ. That we have the Spirit of God in us and he reveals to us the thoughts of God. The Holy Spirit gives to you and I the, the thoughts, the deep thoughts of God. So in, in that passage he says, so we have the mind of Christ. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But we have the mind of Christ. So I just want to encourage us even now in this moment to grab hold of that reality that the Spirit of God not only lives inside of you, dwells within you, has become one with your spirit, but he also, in, in which has caused you to become a new creation, a new creature in Christ. But not only does he dwell in you, but he, the Holy Spirit searches the deep things of God and reveals them to us. So really, you and I have the master counselor of the universe, the, the I'm coming up with weird words in my mind, the king of wisdom, that doesn't, make, doesn't sound right, but you know, he's, he is wisdom in its fullness, knowledge in its fullness. He is like the king of kings over everything that we need. He has it. He has the wisdom and the knowledge, the insight, the direction, and he can reveal it to us. Sean Bowles was talking about how, you know, people are overwhelmed with all of the, the trafficking, human trafficking. Slavery in this world has increased in the last two years. He had the numbers. I don't remember, but it was more than doubled. It's, it's crazy. That could be overwhelming. And we're talking human trafficking, children being traded and sold into sex slavery 
and who knows what other kinds of uses people have forced labor you know it just it can become overwhelming but do you think god has solutions does god have answers for these things so sean's word was that the call for the church in this day and in this hour is to is to press in to god by faith and and try to discern and hear what god's solutions are for everything whether it's in your workplace your situations in your own life doesn't just whatever it is you name it god has solutions and he has answers he has given us his mind to access his thoughts we can access him anytime 24 7 through the blood of jesus by the spirit of god to to get insight into situations and the the question that he i don't know if it was a question but he he threw it out there that it's lack of faith that keeps us from accessing his mind his thoughts lack of faith so i really believe that god wants to he wants to boost our faith levels even tonight even in the place of worship you know, the scripture says faith comes by hearing, hearing through the word of Christ. So let's take a look at the scriptures. Well, we're gonna, I'm going to put it up there in just a second. I got one more thought that I've got to do before this because it, it ties into why I chose these verses. Over the last couple meetings, um, especially on our prayer night on Wednesday um, and Sunday, you know, David had shared this thing about the splicing of the, <clears throat> of the what do you call those, the um, fiber optics. The fiber optic lines, you know, they are so small, like, like, like the thickness of your own hair, and you have to look at it under a special magnification, and, you know, the splicing process and bringing fiber optic cables together and then the adjusting until they line up perfectly, and then they're melted together, and then once they are connected and, and soldered or melted together, the light just bursts through. And I just, when you shared that, and then I had scriptures on my mind about being transformed in, in the light of Jesus, and then Kara had a word about the sound. <clears throat> you know, there's all these, this imagery of the Holy Spirit releasing sound, light, power, glory from heaven to earth, from heaven into us. We are the conduits that God has chosen to receive light and life and revelation and to release it into the earth he's chosen you to do that he's chosen me and you to be the the conduit to be to be the pipeline that heaven would come flowing through the holy spirit is in you if you've received christ as your lord he is in you and he wants to release those things into you and through you you go on and on about what that could look like. I'll just leave it up to the Holy Spirit to give each one of us some insight, some revelation as we worship tonight. But let's look at a couple of scriptures and then we're going to blast off into the third heaven. So this scripture from Isaiah 60 prophesied 750 years before Jesus. Isaiah said, Arise and shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen 
upon you, and nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be carried on the hip. Then you shall be radiant, and your heart shall thrill and exult. All right. Put a, a pause right there. I didn't want to continue through that whole portion. But this is your promise. This was what was prophesied 750 years before Jesus came, almost 3,000 years ago. This was speaking about us. Yeah, we think, well, that's probably talking about Jesus because he's the light of the world. But Jesus, in turn, said, you are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before all men that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So, he said that you and I are the light of the world. That word was given to this nation in its founding, that this nation would be a city set on a hill. In other words, a light that releases the gospel of the kingdom into all the earth. That's what the founders, the, I don't know if I guess it's the Puritans, but the, the founders, when they first came to this land and they, they drove their claim into this dirt, the soil of this new, new world, they made a declaration that this land would be a, a, a land that would become an exporter of the gospel into all the earth. So let's look at another scripture. Why don't you guys stand up? This will help. Because I want to get out of preaching mode into worship mode. Just grab hold of the word of God. The faith comes by hearing. So let, let the hearing of the word, let faith rise up inside of you. You how you are the light of the world. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Even though we are in the midst of darkness all around us, the glory of the Lord has, it rises on you. So this is what Second uh, Corinthians chapter 3 says. The moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, a veil, the veil is lifted. I would just say a veil is lifted. The curtain is lifted and they see. Now the Lord I'm referring to as the Holy Spirit. And wherever he is Lord or master, there is freedom. We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glory excuse me, this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So just think about that passage for a minute and think about that, that picture that David shared about the splicing and the, the reconnecting and melting together of those fiber optics. As we behold the Lord, as we present ourselves like one end of the fiber optic cable that has been freshly spliced, freshly cut with a nice fresh clean cut, Tonight is an opportunity for you just to present yourself to the Lord and allow the word, the sword of the Lord to come and just cut off anything that needs to go, anything that would keep you from receiving the connecting of his life and light into your being to cause you to, to become filled with light. Are you guys catching the picture? And, and it happens in this place of worship. You know, the veil gets removed. When we turn to Jesus, in just a minute, we are going to turn to the Lord and worship. As we turn to him and give him all of our attention, all of our focus, 
the veil gets removed. There's no obstacle anymore. There is nothing that needs to hinder you from connecting face-to-face with the Lord tonight. And as we behold his face, we get the light of his presence to come in and transfigure us, transform us from measure to measure to measure of glory. What is glory? It's a couple words. Old Testament glory was kabod, and that was the weight of the character and nature of God. The, the different facets of his nature and character, the weight of who he is. In the New Testament, glory, what's the word? Boy, I had it right there. There's kabod, and then there's the one that starts with a D. I can't, doxa, D-O-X-A, doxa. And that just means the radiant splendor of God. So just think of it as his weightiness and his light and splendor coming in. We, we were designed for the glory of God to come upon us, as Isaiah prophesied. Arise and shine, for your light has, has come, and the glory of the Lord rises over you, has risen upon you. It comes upon you. One last scripture, and we're going to worship. You guys doing good? Carl was right. He manages to get a preach in somehow. So in the next chapter of 2 Corinthians, after chapter 3, I just handpicked a, a couple verses. Maybe it's just one, I think. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5, it says, We don't preach ourselves. We don't preach ourselves, guys, but rather the lordship of Jesus Christ. The lordship of Jesus Christ. For we are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, Let brilliant light shine out of darkness is the one who cascades excuse me cascaded past tense he has cascaded his light into us the brilliant dawning light of the glorious knowledge of God as we gaze into the face of Jesus Christ so let's pray father we we uh, we adore you we love you And we come into your presence tonight for one purpose, and that is to turn our faces towards heaven and to be caught up in the splendor of your presence as your face turns towards us. And as we engage you with the veil removed, we just want to gaze upon your glory. We want to look upon the one. We want to look upon you, Lord. We want to lose all of the distractions, all of the worries, all of the issues of life. We want it just to drop off now, even right now in this moment as we turn towards you. So we do that now, God. We, we turn our faces towards heaven, and we say, Holy Spirit, would you come, and would you sweep us up into the throne room tonight? Would you pull our attention and our thinking in our spirits and our bodies, every part of our existence, would you pull us up into your presence tonight that we could present ourselves before your throne in worship and let our worship tonight be a pleasing aroma to you. Let our worship and our praise and our prayers and our intercession be a fragrance like sweet incense rising up to your throne. Lord, may the, the thoughts of our hearts, the meditations of our hearts be pleasing to you tonight as we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen? All right, let's worship. 
Oh, Lord. Jesus, we do love you, Lord. And we thank you for your love, Lord God. We just, we just want to increase in your love, Lord God. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We lift and praise your holy name, Lord God. You are holy to us, Lord God. Touch our hearts, Lord God. Touch our hearts, Lord God. Just fill us with your presence and your love. Lord God, let your love just overwhelm us, Lord God. Just pour out your love on us, Lord God. Just keep on pouring, Lord God. More of you, Lord, less of us, Lord. More of you, Lord, less of us. Less of me, Lord, more of you. Lord God, we came here to worship you. And truly, you have come and you put your spirit on upon us, Lord God. We just thank you for your spirit, Lord God. Your spirit teaches all things, and it's just, we love your spirit, Lord. And Lord God, we just want to love as you loved us. We want to love, Lord God. Just fill our hearts, our souls, our minds, our spirits, Lord God, our bodies, our being, Lord God. Just fill us with your love, Lord God. Just, just let it flow, Lord God. Just drench us, Lord God. Just rain on us, Lord God. Let your rain fall on us, Lord God. Oh, Lord. Love overcomes all things. Oh, Lord. Lord, Lord. Where your love is, there is no fear, Lord. Lord, there is no fear. There's just perfect peace in your name, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, there's perfect peace. In the name of Jesus, there's love. In the name of Jesus, there's mercy. In the name of Jesus, we love you, Lord. Just, just fill us with your presence, Lord God. Just fill us, Lord. Just fill us, Lord. Fill us with your spirit to teach us all things, Lord. Just to come upon us, Lord. Oh, oh, Lord, come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We welcome you in this place, Lord God. We welcome Jesus in this place. We welcome the Holy Spirit in us, Lord God. Lord, we just ask in Jesus' name that you just touch us tonight, Lord God. Touch us in a mighty way. Fill us with your love. Fill us with your presence. Fill us with the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come. Oh, just fill us, Holy Spirit. Teach us your ways. Oh. Oh, Lord, you are our light. And you do guide our path, Lord God. And we just praise your holy name. Lord God, just continue to guide us, Lord God. We follow you and you alone. We worship you and you alone, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful group. Oh, there's joy in the Lord. There's joy in the Lord and in his mighty power. There's joy in his presence. There's joy in the Holy Spirit. Lord God, we just thank you for just taking the fear away, Lord God. We bust all chains. We rebuke anything that is not of Jesus Christ, Lord God. 
we just take joy in your holy name. Oh, joy, 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 Lord, joy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Peace, Lord God, peace. Oh, oh thank you, Lord. Rest. We rest in your arms, Lord God. We rest in your presence, Lord God. We rest in your name, Lord God. We just thank you for that, Lord. Glory. like we should take some time and uh, just pray. Pray for one another, uh, specifically for healing. <clears throat> I know, Dale, that you had asked for some prayer tonight. You want to come up? Tell me what it was. It, or was it? Okay. Dave, a friend of mine from high school, uh, out of the blue, I guess, has a torn retina. Tuesday will have his third surgery to try to save this eye, or his left eye. Right now, he's completely blind in the left eye. Um, second surgery, there was a little bit of sight after, uh, but then it failed. So I want to pray for Tuesday for him to have a very successful surgery and regain his sight so I don't know if does anyone in the room need physical healing prayer tonight just pop your hand up if you do okay I really felt like the Lord wants to heal there's healing in the name of Jesus you know, Papa John was declaring there's peace in the name of Jesus there's joy there's love and there's healing in his name so we could take some time here and we'll pray for Dave, but does anyone else, do you feel, do you have someone that's close to you that really needs a breakthrough and healing? Just pop your hand up, I'll come over to you. We'll break the rule tonight. I've got the wireless microphone, I can run all over the room. Just for me, I think my, like my knee, I messed up my knee a few weeks ago and it still um, bothers me a bit, so yeah. Before we pray for Dave and for your knee, Forrest, anybody else? Grandpa. Okay. So he's praying for his brother, my uncle, Roger. He has a lot of arthritis pain, and his heart has had problems with his heart for a long time. So God knows the details. So we can lift up Uncle Roger tonight as well. So we got Dave and Dale's friend Dave and then Forrest Snee, my Uncle Roger. Anybody else? I'm just going to spit this out because <clears throat> I feel it's one of those things that the enemy likes to put shame. So um, I battle with migraines a lot and I battle with them a lot on church nights like battling through them even in the middle of worship having to go in the back and try to just battle so I just 
I'm just calling it out and bringing it out into the light because I feel like it's consistent and I feel like it's to hamstring and to shut me up, which you know it's hard to do. So it takes the migraine to do it. So anyway, I just, I really want, I want more freedom in that. So I just want to speak that out because I feel like I fight it all the time here. Like almost every week I leave having to take medicine for my migraine. So it's just, it's a consistent battle. So I'm just confessing it because I don't want it anymore. So that's all. So we're going to take care of that. It's going to, before we even pray, I'm just going to declare, I'm seeing life and, and like newness of life on you right now. So I'm just seeing it. Maybe you got more sun this week. I don't know, but I, I'm seeing it and I'm going to just declare what I see. But I, I do see something different. And I just want to declare that God is doing something. He, he is releasing new life. Um, so before we pray for these, oh, okay, you're just stretching your hand out. He's just, this man has faith from the, across the room, the other side of the room. He's ready to just like release it by stretching out the hand. Anybody else before we do this? While we were worshiping, I just felt like God wanted to heal someone's heart. Someone here has a, uh, like, it's almost like a calloused heart. And it's, it's hardened for whatever reason. And he just wants to renew it. You keep feeling like you want to break through and you're struggling to break through in him. And he just wanted to heal it. And what the scripture he brought to me was... Uh, where he was with, it's been an emotional day, but um, the, this this morning, actually the scripture he brought to me was where uh, Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And just two chapters earlier, he had denied him. And Jesus asked him, do you love me? And he's like, I love you. I love you three times. He says, only you know I love you. And Jesus, we all know Jesus knew the answer. The thing is, is when Peter denied him, his heart was calloused. When I denied Jesus, I haven't denied Jesus, but in my walk sometimes, I mess up and I let it get calloused. I let it get hardened. You know, I pride myself on being like rough on the edges sometimes. But Jesus wants to soften your heart. He wants to touch you. He wants to love you. He wants to treat you like the child of God. He wants everything for you. So if you're here tonight and you just, you're having troubles breaking through worship or, or just in your life right now, you, there, there might be some callous from some past hurts. You know, you haven't given God some things. You know, um, maybe something happened to you that's traumatizing. And it's calloused your heart. And you, you haven't recognized it, but God's calling it out now. Because he wants to give you a new heart. <clears throat> so... That's one of those words that if it's someone in the room, you may not want to respond out of feeling uncomfortable because it's, you know, but, but I, I want to say this. 
I believe that we've all experienced it in different times and seasons. I've been walking with the Lord for 30 plus years now and I've gotten wounds and hardness of heart in different areas, whether it's towards people or whatever. And I've learned to take it before God and regularly and just to spend time in his presence and, and allow him to soften. Tonight in worship, that was a great softening. You talk about the, the scripture where the Jesus mentioned the ten virgins who had their oil lamps and they wanted to keep their lamps filled and full and burning bright for the bridegroom when he came and half of them ran out of oil. Well, this worship is a time to get your heart filled with the oil and his, his, the oil of his presence softens and it saturates and it breaks off. But sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need someone to have a word of knowledge and to respond to it and receive prayer. So I'm going to start by saying, if that's you and you want us to pray for you, go ahead and pop your hand up. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um, so this is what I'd like to do. Would you be willing to come up front? Okay. Why don't you go ahead and come up? And anybody else, if it could be just one person, it could be more than one. Yeah, just come right up in the middle here and let's... Uh, so let's just get a handful of you that feel ready to pray. Let's just pray. And if Christian wants to prophesy over his heart. Jesus, we just thank you for our brother. Lord, our heart of flesh, Lord. Renew his heart, Lord. Give him a heart of flesh, Lord. Where things have gone hard and callous, Lord, soften them with your Holy Spirit. Just speak life right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Fill his heart, Lord. Fill his body. There it is. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus all over him, Lord. A heart of flesh, Lord. Jesus' name. Soften him, Lord. Give him the Father's heart, Lord. Jesus' name. I don't feel like you have a hardened heart. I think you're just hungry for God. And you're not reaching the level that you want to reach. And maybe you think you're not doing it right. You have a hard heart. You're, you're a callous heart. Like, maybe you do a little bit. But I just think you're, you're hungrier and you don't know where to go. Maybe you're just feeling it, it's... The Lord wants to baptize you in fire again. And you need to stir up those gifts that are in you. Okay, so David, can you hold this? That, and I'm feeling the anointing on this mess again. So can I have your hand, please? I'm going to do a little. So Judah, we just want to speak the fire of the Lord within you right now in the name of Jesus. Be stirred. Be on fire. Be flamed. The fuego of the Lord. The fire of the Lord is released tonight in the name of Jesus. 
because I actually saw you tonight and I want you to lay hands on everybody who wants healing tonight because your hands are anointed for healing. That fire that you feel is for healing. So, and I'm, I haven't felt this intense in a while, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm doing the thing, I guess. So, um, okay, like seriously, if you want this baptism of the Lord anew, if you want to be like, like restarted, rekindled, because that anointing, you're getting ready to break through. It is not calloused heart. You are up against a wall and you need to break through it. You need to say yes. You need to shout. You need to do something. You need to activate it. So I say, Spirit of Judah, rise! Rise up. Speak it out. Don't be afraid. Use your hands. Lay hands on people. Speak in the Spirit. Speak in tongues. You are activated for this. You are called to this, and you need to walk out. So I want you to lay hands on Dale. And we're going to pray for his friend. And his friend is going to be healed. I feel very strongly over this. His friend is not here tonight. Dale, can you come forward, please? Dude, I want you to lay hands on Dale with the anointing that you carry. I'm not going to ask you to pray. Okay, but the anointing, we're activating you. And you need to use your gifts. Like everybody here, you need to use your gifts. And they will grow. So... Dale, we're gonna, you're standing in the gap for um, days. So I believe that the anointing, the healing of the Lord, you are interceding for your friend just as Jesus intercedes for us. Okay, so we just apply the blood of Jesus over Dave and we declare the body of Christ is broken for his healing, that his surgery will be successful in the name of Jesus that his vision will be restored in the name of Jesus, and he will have a good report. His vision is being cleared right now in the name of Jesus. Oh my gosh. And Lord, I just thank you for Dale, and I pray, Lord, that you would bless Dale with a new anointing, Lord, right now from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, that your spirit would fill him afresh. Lord, that you would set him on fire. Lord, that you would bless him for standing in the gap for his friend, Lord, and that every dry and weary place would be restored in the name of Jesus, that you would just wash over him like water. I just see water coming over you. He's refreshing your soul. He's refreshing your spirit. He's renewing your joy. That weariness is breaking off of you right now because you have been obedient and you have been a good friend. And you're standing in the gap. Your friend's going to get a good report this week in the name of Jesus. Okay, I'm not done with you, Judah. (laughs) Okay, mom and dad, I want you guys. Okay, so, um, Amy, we're going to rebuke the spirit of witchcraft. This isn't what you're doing, but there's an assignment against you. So put your hands on your mom, please. So in the name of Jesus, I rebuke every curse, every vex, every hex. The accuser of the brethren, every whispering word is broken off in Jesus' name. We rebuke the spirit of witchcraft that is coming against this family that is coming over and trying to just disrupt the call of God on this family in the name of Jesus. The burrows are going forward in the name of Jesus. 
So we rebuke it, we rescind it, we send it back where it belongs, to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. Witchcraft cannot touch Amy anymore in the name of Jesus. You have the mind of Christ. You have the helmet of salvation. You are free and clear. So, Lord, I just pray right now that that Amy would begin to feel your healing upon her right now, that she would have peace, peace and calm right now in the name of Jesus. Are you feeling any any difference? Is it pain? Okay. Oh, it's you're tingling. Okay, so that's the anointing. So Lord Jesus, I just pray. More. More. Holy Spirit, more. More, Holy Spirit. Lord, from the bottom of her feet, Lord, just continue to fill her with the fire of the Lord. The fire of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Are you feeling any different? Okay. All right. Does anybody else have anything? In the knees, that's the first fruit of what is coming. you hear the Lord declare you don't have to shout it like me unless that's how the Lord graces you but feel free to um to speak out because you carry that anointing too okay and it's you gotta activate it let me just declare right now that every creaky joint must be well greased in the name of Jesus. And we just apply the anointing of the Lord. We apply the anointing of the Lord to Forrest's knee. And Lord, we just apply the blood of the Lamb that every dry place, oh, that the Lord's going to renew your joints and you are going to run again. He's strengthening your bones. He's strengthening your tendons. He's uh, repairing your muscles. Um, I don't know if there's any muscle tear. He's repairing your muscle tears. And he's renewing those and restoring those. And you will be like a young man again. And the Lord is renewing your energy for traveling and for resting at home and having um, the time with your family that you want to go out and do things like hiking or 
whatever you want to do, that you need that strength to run, to run with your kids. The Lord is renewing that. So Lord, I just pray right now, in the name of Jesus, that Forrest would feel your healing come upon him. And we just declare this healed in the name of Jesus. Healed. Do you feel any difference? family so do you got the shofar do you got the big one get the big one we need we need the big one savvy you want to come up here dear dear savvy i kind of saw like when like how he got his knee hurt he crashed on his bike and i had to like throw it off of him but like it's not a light bike so i don't know how I had the strength to do that, but my mom later reminded me that it was like an adrenaline rush, and then I got this picture that, like, God was going to come into him like an adrenaline rush. You are the Burroughs house. You are the house of Burroughs. Mighty oak trees in the kingdom. So, Car is going to prophesy over you guys. you guys pray in tongues while we're doing this so uh, Savannah and Judah I just want you to put your hands on your parents on their shoulders and um, I just want you to bless your parents. Because as you bless your parents, the anointing of the Lord for you is a double, triple, quadruple portion. Because you're going to walk further than they could walk. And the anointing on you is going to be even, felt even stronger. Like right now, like Savannah, I can just see like this oil growing in you. And the peace of the Lord. Oh, Savannah, like you're just like a lion that needs to roar in the name of Jesus. So Lord, I just pray right now that as their children turn towards the parents and bless them, and as their parents turn towards the children and bless them, Lord God, that you would just light this whole family on fire in the name of Jesus, and that there is no destruction allowed to touch them, that we hedge them about with the blood of Jesus. There are no gaps in their walls. And Lord, I just ask for ministering angels right now to be deployed to their home to their property line, to their family, to their pets, in the name of Jesus, to their vehicles, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just pray for your covering over this family, that they would be stronger together, 
and grow in their anointing in the name of Jesus. I'm just I'm feeling this magnetic pull on Amy's head right now. And I just feel like it's the, the Lord is pulling off this pressure, this this curse. It's just coming off now. You've got Tammy and you've got John and my hand all on your head at the same time. And I just we just feel it coming off now. In Jesus' name. We just we just say let the magnetism, the power of heaven, the magnetic pull of heaven come now and pull this off. This weight that has been on your mind, on your brain, we just pull it off now in Jesus' name. And we release the kingdom. We release the kingdom. It is at hand. It is in our hands. We release it now in Jesus' name. This, these migraines affect the whole family. And it ends. It has to end now in Jesus' name. We just release the flames of heaven over the four of you now. The flame of heaven, come and rest. Come rest on every head now. In Jesus' name. I think we're ready to blast the shofar. So hold on to your seatbelts, any of you that get scared. Here it comes. put her hand on first, I put mine oh. over it, and then John put his on top of that. That's good. So, so we're, we're not done yet. We need to pray for my Uncle Roger through my daddy. So if we could come over to him. Oh yeah, Judah, Judah, you're, you're well, we're going to need to go over to Yeah. I don't want him getting hit by the Holy Spirit and falling over or something. Papa John, do you want to come and pray?
my hand's feeling warm. And we just declare that all the Alcorn men are made strong in the name of Jesus. And that healing flows from the head of this family into the rest of this family, including brothers and sons in the name of Jesus. So I just rebuke any, uh, I rebuke the degenerative curse, the degenerative infirmity that is over this family to cause weaknesses to come upon you. And the Lord is burning that off right now in the name of Jesus. That curse is coming off in the name of Jesus. And the generations are going to, uh, the generations are being made new in the Alcorn family in Jesus' name. I can feel the heat and the anointing on his head. Lord, I just pray right now for a fresh, refreshing, strengthening oil to flow. It's coming down right now from the top of this family. Scott, hang on. Ethan and Oscar, hang on, you guys. This is coming down from the top of this family. It's coming down to every generation. Because you have been faithful to stand. Because you have sown in tears. And the Lord is renewing the DNA of this family in the name of Jesus. The Lord, I just break off every curse and assignment off of the Alcorns in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you will strengthen their feet. And Lord, I ask also where there has been a lack of provision and resources, a lack of support, because you have called these men into positions of honor to be leaders of your kingdom. And they have a hard time getting people on board with the vision that you have called them to carry. That there is an obedience that they desire to walk in. From the marketplace into the church. So Lord, we just break that off in the name of Jesus. And I ask you, Lord, to send angels right now to gather the faithful that are supposed to be standing with these men. So they can fulfill the call and the destiny that is upon them in the name of Jesus. The destiny and lineage of the Alcorns are changing right now in the name of Jesus. There is no lack. There's no lack of relationship. There's no lack of provision. Whatever you need right now, ask for it in the name of Jesus. From this day forward, when you go out these doors, expect to see provision. Expect to see restored relationships. Expect to see those new things that you need to fulfill your calling and your destiny, whatever it is.
have to give a little warning because it scares people sometimes <laughs> if we don't tell them. I receive it. I receive it for the Alcorns. I know my dad receives it. And we, I just say now, builders come. Builders come. They're, they've come and we want more. <clears throat> We're a little greedy for more. <clears throat> we got the Williamses. We got the Torreses. We got the Burroughses. Builders, the Barbaras, Barbaras. So there was a, there was a, like a dark, like kind of craggy looking land, and there were like little flames of light dispersed here and there, kind of randomly. And then up from above, a light shone down that first started like as a single beacon and it just, it opened up and it fanned out. And then within that light, then there was a stairway, this grand circular stairway. And then almost like at each other's step, each, every two steps, there was a, a torch. And then down the stairway came it was, you know, like the, uh, those kind of like fog apparatus that kind of crawls along the floor. So this, this bright white fog, misty, heavy fog came and it just crept down the stairway and it covered the land all around and then it began to disperse. And what was left was cleansed and shiny and Think of the right words. Um, it, was, it all became lit from within, and uh, the people showed up, and they became lit from within, and they radiated the light that came through them, and radiated out from them. It was pretty spectacular, and the, the light changed into other uh, like like shards of light in colors, and and then it just rained down these shards of light that looked like jewels on the whole land. So all that was dark and but the the I I kinda got I perceived that these little flames in the beginning were those among us who are dedicated to pray to God for change. And he answered our prayers and he's here. He's always and and all we have to do is ask. Uh, as soon as you started talking about Dave and asked for his healing, I just saw a light come into his left eye that looked like like plasma from within, and it just cleansed, and then it started radiating light all through there. But I also got a message that it's a, basically it's a done deal. He's he's good. Um, Amy, I saw the same thing happen in your head. There was the healing, the whole thing about this whole. Uh, cloud of light that cleansed everything. This is a night for healing and all anybody needs to do is ask. So this plasma was in your head and it didn't, it began to it was so intense like you couldn't even look at it and then it just radiated light out like, you know, beams. And the same thing for your knee. And as far as um, Roger, I saw that, that even and you as well, actually, um, it, it like it flowed through your entire spine 
in your heart for you, both you and Roger. So just this healing plasma, just like a, like a liquid light that just went through every, every part of your, uh, your skeleton and your joints. And uh, Ethan, your eyes lit up like plasma. So you have a, I'm getting a gift of sight. You can interpret that, but that's, I just saw your eyes were like plasma. Um, and for you, I just saw that there was a whole, like your lower abdomen and particularly your left side was just this, again, this like liquid plasma. It was a healing thing. And Judy saw like your, like your neck and shoulders and your, your joints, again, were just filled with this liquid light of plasma. And Carla, the same thing for you, your neck mostly and up like up your brain stem and a little bit down your spine and your, your shoulder. And John, I saw like your left knee and again, lower abdomen just lit up. So anybody, anybody, and I got it so I didn't stand up and ask because I asked and I received it. Uh, I, I have a long laundry list, but so I won't go into it. But so anybody, anybody who wants it for themselves, or their friends, or family, anybody. It's yours for the taking. It's yours for the asking tonight. I receive it, and that actually nailed exactly what I've been feeling, discomfort. The hernia thing, <clears throat> but it's my left leg, and I feel it in my, my lower belly. It's like through here, down. And it's not terrible pain, but it's, it's just discomfort. Yeah, I, I don't like it. It's annoying. Yeah. I feel like... Um, how much do you want to give away? You're kind of lit right now, and I feel like you need to just dispense it. Cheryl, I feel like we need to pray for... Because we, we prayed a heavy blast over the Alcorn men... But you are an Alcorn daughter, and your sons and daughter carry the Alcorn DNA as well. And if I just feel like, can you come up and just let us, just let us pray for you? Would you be willing to just release? Judah, get up here. You're the one with the healing in your hands. <laughs> See, I can just command these young people, and they'll just do it. Trained, trained in obedience. Whoa, whoa. One other thing with you, Judah, it's like you are constantly connected to like this.
the spirit of the Lord is going to blow through your family. Your children are going to come into alignment. Your schedules are coming into alignment. Where there has been a devourer that is taking your time and your resources, that's being broken off in the name of Jesus. Go on, Darius. Oh, God. Lord, I just pray right now that you would release the fire, the fire, the fire of heaven. Oh, God, release this upon the family. Dale, can you please come up? Because this is for your children and your family. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. The Lord, we just pray right now. Lord, fire, fire, fire. Oh, fire, fire come, fire fall. Lord, burn up every dry place. There's been a wilderness that you feel like you've been in. There's been a wilderness on your family. There's like a dusty place. Lord, we just pray right now. And just break off the, the um, well, there's like, um, well, it's like a vagabond spirit. That wasting spirit. It's just wasting, wasting resources, wasting time. You feel like you're going in circles and you're just in the desert going nowhere. So Lord, I just pray right now, we just dust off the wilderness from this family in the name of Jesus. Oh God, so I just declare the fruit of the spirit of promise. Those seeds of destiny, those dry bones will live and they won't just live, but they will have hope. Hope. Hope renewed. Hope restored. Those dead promises, they're not dead, Cheryl. The Lord wants to restore those. Those seeds, those seeds of promise for your family, for your children, they're just dry. And the Lord is watering those. And you're going to begin to see hope renewed. Don't give up on the Lord, Cheryl. Don't give up on those seeds of promise. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm just seeing like um I'll have to look it up, but there's like it's like the jackal spirit. It's like the, it's the desert wandering spirits. And they're just coming to harass you. And they just come and take things from you. Maybe it's just taking those promises that you hung on to for so long and they just have to fruition. But the Lord wants to restore those places. He wants you to be in an oasis in the middle of the desert. Okay, you, are, you have a promised land. There's a stillness. There's an oasis he has for you. So while you're going through those places that seem dry and desolate, he's refreshing you. He's restoring you. So just keep seeking the Lord. And those dormant seeds will come out of dormancy. Lord, I just pray right now for joy restored to this family. Lord, that the heaviness that they've been carrying that they've been walking through, that there would just be a joy restored in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you would bless their children, 
that they would just come into proper alignment. So that's why it's obvious the Lord is bringing you and your family into alignment. He is resetting like the, like the spine. Sorry, my hands are failing, but it's like the, the spine is like it's coming back into place where there's been disjointment. I don't know what that is. Does that make sense? No. So from the head of the family all the way down. So actually, Del, can you stand right behind her? Actually, David, can you go up behind Del? So this is going to, Jude, are you saying anything? Okay. So from the head down, because yes, you carry the Alcorn DNA, of course. But this is also a blessing from Dale's family down, and we want to call that into complete order. Order in the court. Order in the court of heaven right now. I release the verdict of order over this family. Uh, Brooke? Burkhart? Is that your last name? Barbers, sorry. Whoever the Burke family, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> we just call order. The kingdom of heaven is bringing the Barber family into total and complete alignment right now. The plumb line is dropping over this family. Peace be still. And the wind of the spirit is blowing the dust off in the confusion, the dusty things you can't see clearly where there's been confusion and chaos. In the name of Jesus, that's coming off. In the name of Jesus. Your generations are coming into alignment. Heaven's alignment. Okay, David. As you're blowing that, I just saw the dust just being blown away, just blown off, blown away, and it's cleared. The dust is cleared out now. <laughs> and before he blasted the shofar, I was seeing the tumbleweeds that I'm so fond of. <clears throat> Inside story, I love tumbleweeds and always wanted one when I was a kid. Apparently they're sharp and pokey. But I just saw the tumbleweed just blasting out from you guys. Yeah. I feel like. If anyone's going to prophesy, come get the microphone while this is happening. So.
pray in the spirit. Fire of God, fire of God, fire of God. Come, Lord. More, Lord. Fill, 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 fill. Kingdom order, kingdom order. Alignment. Go has to go. Dizziness has to go. Sickness has to go. Kingdom order. Kingdom order. Fire of God. Fire of God. I just see tormenting thoughts and regrets from the past being ripped out of the pages of the book. They're being torn out. It's like a black page being shredded out of the book. I feel like God is just pulling that stuff out. It's no longer to haunt, no longer to torment. wayward spirit that is trying to come and live in this family line, that vagabond spirit, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. You must go in the name of Jesus. There is no wandering. You are a child of God. You are seated in heavenly places. Every provision, every thought, every thought is brought captive under the obedience of Jesus Christ. You are seated in heavenly places. Your family is royalty. Do not listen to the liar. We rebuke the accuser right now in the name of Jesus. You are not wandering. Your family is not wandering. So Lord, I just pray right now for that unity upon this family, that where there's a question, where there might be a question that there's, the family feels disjointed and disconnected. There is that no wandering, no vagabond. There is unity coming to this family right now in the name of Jesus. So don't listen to those thoughts anymore. Silence those thoughts in the name of Jesus. Just dust them off. Do not let them creep up onto you. In the name of Jesus. So we just speak life. Life. Rivers of life. Rivers of life flow right now in the name of Jesus. I keep seeing, um, I want you to really break um, relationship with hopelessness. I feel like, like embrace hopelessness. And it's like break, break relationship with that. I don't receive that. I do not receive hopelessness. I receive hope because Jesus is hope. Hope arise. Faith arise. Stir it up. Stir it up in your innermost being that all the hopelessness that you've worried about, st- about hoping, like I'm going to get my hopes dashed, my prayers aren't going to be answered, etc. lie upon lie. So we just break the relationship with that. We break that relationship when we accept the truth of who Jesus is. We accept your hope, Lord. We accept the faith that we put into you, into our destiny in you. 
and anything that's been spoken over this family. We've just canceled that assignment. We just receive your truth, Lord Jesus. Your truth reigns. Your truth rules and reigns over the Barber Alcorn family right now in the name of Jesus. No more hopelessness. It is hopeful. We are full to overflowing with hope right now as Kara prayed, take every thought captive. So we take every thought captive in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, there is a perfect filter of truth over this mind. Let all mindsets come under the authority of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit right now. Right now. And I call forth acceleration. Acceleration, Father. God, we've seen your work in her children, Father God, and we just say acceleration. Let them decide tonight, Father, to walk with you. Call them home, Father God. Call them back. God, bless them tonight. God, bless their families, God. God, bless everything that they do, Father. Bless Dale and Cheryl in everything that they do, Father God. Let them walk around with their heads held high, knowing that they're doing what you've called them to do, Father. God, I release more opportunity for Cheryl and for Dale. Opportunity to share your word with people, to pray for people. Yes, we give heaven kingdom authority. Let's release that now. Release that now. Yes. Yes, yes. Prodigals, come home. Well, I mean, I just feel like that. Like, I feel like prodigals, come home. In the name of Jesus, we call you home. No shame, only love. Prodigals, come home. Right now, we call you home. In the name of Jesus, come home. Prodigals, come home. Destined for heaven. Yes. We cancel the assignments of yes. the enemy. Hey, we're going to keep doing this for a little bit longer. I want to give everyone grace tonight. If you feel like you need to be done, if you're, because you know how this can go, it can go another half hour or longer. So if you're feeling like you're checking out and you need to go, then God bless you. You're free. There's no condemnation. If you need prayer, we're just going to, this is how the night's going to roll. So we're just going to continue to move with the Holy Spirit. And yeah. Yes. We break off any darkness that is surrounded. specifically for Stephen, we break off that darkness. We break off depression. That is not who he is. That is not who God has called him to be. We declare a clear mind, a sound mind for him and his wife and his son. God, break in right now in Jesus' name. Open his eyes, Father. God, we thank you for the progress that we're seeing, God. We want to to celebrate the small steps, Father, and we thank you for that. But, God, we say acceleration for Stephen. 
acceleration. God, soften his heart. God, break off trauma that he's had. Disappointments that he's had, Father. God, we break those off him right now in Jesus' name. We just plead the blood of Jesus over that family tonight. We release hope and life into their family, Father. God, for Brian, God, we just, God, set someone in his path. Well, is he? He's home now. So, Father, we just pray that now that he's back home, God, that you set someone in his path, Father. God, I pray that you would bless him for being the instigator of bringing family back together. God, bless him for that. God, I pray that you everything that he puts his hands to, Father. And God, we call forth reconciliation in the family. God, and I pray for Amber and Tanner and their family. God, just bless them tonight, Father. God, we thank you that you put Tanner on the path. God, we thank you for him. We thank you for Tanner. Bless them, God. Bless their marriage. Bless their parenting. God, bring forth what you had already started in Amber, God, years ago. Cause their hearts to be hungry for more of you again, Father. Just thank you, Jesus. Ashley. Yeah, and we pray for Ashley tonight too, Father God, that you would just call her home. Draw her heart to you tonight, Father. God, show her who she is. God, I pray that you would encounter her tonight, encounter her right now. And God, that you would show her how you see her, Father. God, we just pray Jesus over her. And we call her spirit home. We say, come, come home. see the the long arm of the Lord and it is long and I see I don't know your daughter but I just see his arm going way into all of the things that have surrounded her all of the basically the lies of the enemy that have kept her from God and I see his hand coming in and and grabbing her by the hand and pulling her up to a place where she can hear and see what is true so God we, we pray tonight we agree with the heart of heaven, that your arm is not too long, but your hand has grabbed Ashley's hand. And tonight she is seeing and hearing truth clearly, that the lies that the enemy has thrown at her to veil her mind, to keep her blinded to truth, the true truth, the truth of heaven, the truth of Jesus, that those things are broken off now. I believe that that she was, was she dedicated to the Lord when she was a baby? in the Lutheran Church. Okay, uh, I don't believe in all of the, the weird, uh, you know, things that the Lutherans always do. As my mom would say, well, it doesn't hurt. It's good luck, you know, or whatever. No, I throw all my opinions aside, and we just call forth what heaven was doing. When you were dedicating her to Jesus, you were dedicating her to live a life of, for heaven, a life that excels. 
a life of blessing. We speak over you, Ashley. We speak over your heart and your mind now in Jesus' name. We say, enemy of God, be broken off in Jesus' name, and heaven come. Heaven come. Angels surround. Holy Spirit, release the good news of what Jesus did into her heart. Bring to memory, bring to memory what was spoken into her spirit, what was released into her spirit when she was dedicated to you, when she was born and she took her first breath, the words that you were speaking and dreaming over her life. We just call them forth now in Jesus' name. Call it now in Jesus' name. Rejoice in the Lord, your might. Rejoice in the Lord, your strong tower. Rejoice in the Lord, your comforter. The Lord builds your house. You do not have to worry. The Lord watches your house. You do not have to stay awake. You have a quiver full of arrows. You stand in the gate and you are blessed. That's in Psalm. Pray that every day over your house. Like set that time aside for like a month over your household and in your house. And in the morning or whenever you feel like when it comes to your mind, but in the morning before you go to bed, do this too, actually. And just say it out loud. I partner with the hope of Jesus. And I'm not partnering with the despair over my family. I want you to say that out loud. We partner with the hope of Jesus over this family. Yes. And we come out of agreement with any despair from the yes. enemy in the name of Jesus. Start saying that. Yes. Spirit of Cheryl, stand up tall. Spirit of Cheryl, rejoice in the Lord. Spirit of Cheryl, the womb, the seed of your womb is blessed in the name of Jesus. The seed of your womb is blessed in the name of Jesus. Rejoice in the Lord. Tell your soul to rejoice. Yeah. Rejoice. We have hope in the Lord. Hope in the Lord. That darkness just be gone. That's it. You need to let go of those the, wherever there might be bitterness, unforgiveness, despair. Just, Lord, I, I repent for partnering with those. I come out of agreement with them. I come into agreement with your promises yes. in your life. My spirit will rejoice in the Lord. My soul will rejoice in the Lord. Yeah. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit of promise. I put on the helmet of salvation. I put on the mind of Chapter under the obedience of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Nothing shall exalt My family shall serve the Lord. Speak those promises. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like the one with Psalms. Unless the Lord builds your house, they labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches your house, you stay up laboring in vain.
and it says that a man who has a quiver full of arrows is blessed in his ways. So just um, find it. It's like five verses, just really short. Psalm 127. I just started talking. No, no, no. Okay, go. But you guys know that as the head of the household, Come on, even man. though your children are grown, that you still have a covering for your children. Yes. And it's, if you study biblical family line, it's, it's more than just the father and his children. It's actually much bigger than that. Abraham was the bakor of the Lord. He had a blessing that covered everyone in his family. Isaac. They cover their their cousins, their nephews, their brothers. Like the Lord provides that provision for the firstborn. It's actually a very big dwelling covering that he has assigned. So I'm not saying you have to do that, but there is a blessing if you want to do that. There's a provision for that. So right now, just start with your own house or your wife's covering. Yes. Plead the blood of Jesus over your wife. That's the one. When you see her worrying, don't worry, honey. No, just pray for her. Just plead the blood of Jesus. But come into alignment and start speak. Don't, don't speak what you're seeing. Speak what you want to see. Speak what the word of the Lord is over your family. And under the authority of Jesus Christ, whom you have submitted to and brought your house under, apply the blood of Jesus to your family. Apply it to your house. Whatever you need to do to shift that. But I mean, we, like, we have to be careful too. Like, we come into agreement. We start saying things. We're actually coming into agreement with what we're seeing. And we're not supposed to trust that. So no fear, no anxiety. Don't worry about the despair. Trust your children to the Lord. Just trust the plan that the Lord has for them. And in the meantime, speak the blood of Jesus over your family. And if you know, like, ask the Holy Spirit if there's any there's anything you need to break off and he'll tell you and in the meantime just speak the blessings of the lord and just bring that into alignment just the total authority that you have from heaven that's given by god because that's how he designed marriage that's how he designed family there's a grace for that there's a blessing for that right because you're working together and you need each other's support in that it's not a burden it's a grace and there's a power and authority yes because before she started, I was I wanted to like, like I wish I could like 
puppet use, like stand, like rise up, O man of God. That's what I have in my heart is like, rise up, O man of God, because you are the gatekeeper and the high priest of your household. You're the authority over your children and her children. Like it just, I don't know how it all works. I know it's a mixed family and stuff. But God, I believe, gives you that grace and the authority to speak life over those things and speak life into those situations. And maybe you're not a strong, outspoken man. Maybe you're not loud and obnoxious like I am. But, like, you can be brazen in the spirit. Like, speak those things with authority. Speak kingdom of heaven into the kingdom here on earth, right? So pull the kingdom of heaven down and speak it into those children's lives and into your beautiful bride. Speak the love of God over your bride because you have that God-given authority. And I feel like it's that Gideon, like, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Like, for real. He is with you. And I am i don't just blow smoke. Like, I feel like he wants to be like, boy, right here. I am with you. And it is time for you to stand strong and stand up, cover your family, love them, pray over them with passion and ferocity. You know, like, get fierce. Like, does this stuff mean something to you? Pray like it does. You know, and it don't have to be it on the outside. Like I get all passionate and stuff. And you don't have to be be a very quiet, strong oak, but pray with like that fierce passion. Like I will not relent until I see your kingdom come. I won't let go. Like when Jacob was re- wrestling and he got his name Israel, when he was wrestling with the angel, I won't let you go until you give me the blessing, right? And I feel like that's that's your call right now. It's like I'm not gonna let go until I see. God move in my family and in my wife's life and in our marriage and in my children's life. Do not relent. Like, do not have, don't be hopeless. Don't have any despair. Stick with that faith. God promised it. He said it. He spoke to me through two crazy chicks at church. The very same thing. Okay, one crazy chick. She's cool. But when he, I mean, that strongly and that loudly is saying the very same thing through two gals at church for you. Like, rise up, stand up, stand strong, be sure-footed, pray the word over it. If you don't know what to pray in your own heart, pray the word over your family and over your bride. When you, when you pray the scripture out loud, it says that the scripture, it washes us, it renews us. You can read Leviticus, you can read the genealogy. And it's anointed to wash you in the water of the word. So there's just, when you're speaking the word over yourself, you're washing yourself, you're renewing yourself, that dusty wilderness is going to come off of you. It's going to come off of your children and your grandchildren will not pick it up. Okay? So look, we're going to see a turnaround for your family. And I have a book recommendation if you want, or a YouTube channel if you want, about contending for your children. Because I just went to a meeting, two meetings about that. Yes. Okay. Maybe I'll find you on Facebook. You know. Okay. So just that. But there, there is power in the Word of God. Well, we all know it, right? And yet we don't do the thing. So, you ask the Holy Spirit for his wisdom. 
But it says that the Bible is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. So even if you don't know what you're doing, just read the scripture. Yeah. Okay. So that's your cue. You need to, you got two Psalms to just read daily. Also, when you read it, you can put your name in that Psalms. Do that. Put your family name in it. We declare this the house of Barber. We declare this all of our children, all our grandchildren, our entire lineage. And we, I think we just have to get back into the practice of just reading the scripture, putting our name in it, because there's power in the word of God. It renews your soul. It renews your spirit. It washes you. It brings that regenerative spirit, that regeneration that you need. So... I'm going to look it up and get the, the, the definition for you. So, well, yeah. I mean, they all are. Because they're, if they're not of God, they are. The wilderness spirit is, yeah, it, I need to go and, yeah, I, I'll look it up and send it to you. But I'm just seeing, I just was seeing this, like, this wilderness, desert, dry place. The vagabond, the vagabond spirit, it's like, it's wandering and it never finds a home. It doesn't have a place to rest. It's just always like stirred up and restless. And it goes from one place to another. And it's just, it's in desolation constantly. It might have provision. It loses its provision. There's just a wasting. Just whatever desert you can think of where you're just like, you know, stuck out in like, the salt flats yeah so but I can get a better definition for you and send it it's just I'm still learning yeah oh thank you okay yeah so you guys have homework
I mean, pray through your house. If you start feeling that agitation, agitation, okay, stop. Start praying in tongues through your house together. It might be awkward at first. <gasps> what? What? So sometimes we get a imagery in our minds of what the baptism of the Holy Spirit should look like. Like I fall out on the floor under the power or I start speaking in tongues uncontrollably. When I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I was by myself. Nobody laid hands on me and I didn't get smacked to the floor. I didn't speak in tongues immediately either. But something was unlocked when the presence of God came upon me that I had never experienced before. I felt his presence in a stronger, new way. And it was like time release capsule. It just grew and grew and grew. And over time, I hungered for more and more and more. And I couldn't stop getting enough. I couldn't get enough. But for some people, it does just, he does come upon people in a powerful fire. And you may speak in tongues uncontrollably. You just never know. But I, I wouldn't put your expectation for anything other than position your heart to receive him in a greater measure. Baptism means to be immersed. The word baptizo means to be immersed and pickled. I know you guys laugh because you read Charlie's book. Next week, Charlie's got to be here. He might talk about the, the pickling. But they would take cucumbers in the those old those days and they would baptizo them into the vinegar solution. They would immerse them and then the longer they were stayed they were stayed, the longer they were saturating and soaking in that solution, the effect on the cucumber turns into a pickle, right? So you want to be pickled, you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You want to be immersed and saturated to where he's just soaking in to every fiber of your existence and your being where it's marking you and it's transforming you into a different person, into the, the image of Jesus, basically. So we can pray, we can lay hands on you, and you just receive. And if you feel like you're hearing, this is what someone told me, if you hear syllables, if you hear, hear a syllable, just speak it out. We're not all waiting to see what you're going to listen to, what you're going to say. And oftentimes what will happen is you'll speak another, a syllable and then another one comes just keep speaking it out and then your tongue will be loosed and you'll have a prayer language you may already have one i don't know do you have a prayer language no okay this is something that you can practice just between you and the holy spirit you and the lord in your quiet time you can just say you know just because oftentimes we we allow our whatever it is what is it what's the word i'm looking for help me self something we get a little self-conscious there we go self self-conscious that other people will hear us stepping out into the language so if you practice it when you're by yourself and let it be a prayer language just 
have fun with the Lord. He might give you more than one language. I feel like he's given me different ways to pray in tongues at times. So. And the more we do it together in public in our setting here, the more free I feel to do it. So we're not just whispering it anymore. Now we're getting louder with it. 